الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم سبعه يظلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل الا ظله امام عادل وشاب نشا في عباده الله عز وجل ورجل قلبه معلق بالمسجد الى اخر الحديث او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected ulama-i kiram brothers and elders this hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that we recited allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam depicts the picture of qiyamah that the day of qiyamah will such that there will be no shade and the sun it is described in various ahadith that the sun will be over the heads of people and a person according to the amal that he had in the world accordingly he will be in those kind of conditions on that day in one hadith it is described thereafter that there will be those would be up to their ankles in perspiration those up to their knees in perspiration those up to their waist in perspiration somebody up to his neck in perspiration and somebody just barely keeping himself so to say head above water so what a difficult day that will be the day of qiyamah when it's a hot summer day and despite the distance of the sun from us we know sometimes how difficult it can become and how a person is totally uncomfortable imagine the sun over the heads of people but on that day allah taala has made the provision of shade of his arsh of his throne and there are certain classes of people certain categories of people that will get this great privilege this great honor on that day that they will gain the shade of the arsh of allah tbarak wa taala so this is the encouragement that is being given to us that we need to try and fit ourselves in one of these categories nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says sab'atun seven categories of people يظلهم الله في ظله يوم لا ظل الا ظله الله تعالى will grant them the shade of his arsh on that day when there'll be no other shade that day when everybody will have nothing to do with anybody else imagine in this world a person goes to great lengths to take care of his children to see to his spouse the wife goes out of her way to see to the needs of the husband to take care for him and over years this bond grows so close the children as the parents grow older if the children are 
blessed with righteousness and they would do anything and everything to care for those parents. But here comes the day of Qiyamah, nobody wants to have anything to do with anybody else. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ When a person will flee from his own brother, وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ From his parents, those parents who he loved so dearly, who he did anything and everything that he could for them, and وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ The person will flee from his wife, the wife will flee from the husband, and the parents will flee from their own children. In the dunya, many a times the parent would undertake the greatest difficulty just to see to the comfort of the child. The mother will stay hungry so that the child can be, the child's belly can be filled. The mother will stay awake so that the child could go to sleep. The mother will undertake whatever it takes to see to the comfort of that child. But come the day of Qiyamah, he too will say, nafsi, nafsi, I got nothing to do with anybody today. Another ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَهَا تَدْهَلُ كُلُّ مُرْضِعَةٍ عَمَّا أَرْضَعَتْ Let alone a child that's now grown up a little, a child that is capable of taking care of himself, that child also the mother has great attachment with. But the smaller the child is, the attachment is even greater. Though the time spent is still very much lesser, and especially the child that is still barely born, few days, few months, the child is still suckling, that child, the mother will sacrifice anything and everything for the comfort of that child. Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says, يَوْمَ تَرَوْنَهَا تَذْهَلُ كُلُّ مُرْضِعَةٍ عَمَّا أَرْضَعَتْ That the mother will abandon the suckling child also. The mother will abandon the suckling child وَتَضَعُ كُلُّ ذَاتِ حَمْلٍ حَمْلَهَا And every mother that is expecting a child will abort the fetus. وَتَرَنَّاسَ سُكَارَا and you will see people as if they are in a drunken state. Whereas there is no intoxication of anything. There is nothing to get intoxicated with there. sukara, wa mahum bi sukara, Allah Ta'ala says they are not in any intoxication. It is the effect of the difficulty of that day. And the fear of the azab of Allah wa Ta'ala. The azab of Allah Ta'ala is very severe. We, our iman is bain al-khawfi wal-raja. Iman, there has to be the balance of khawf, of the fear of Allah Ta'ala, and hope also. Indeed, the hope should be dominant. But the element of fear must not be non-existent. If a person doesn't have any fear, he'll get become too bold. And if he has no hope, he'll become despondent. Despondency also will lead to kufr. And a person is fearless, that too can make him lose his iman. There's a balance of both things. There's fear also. Allah wa ta'ala has kept both things in the Quran Sharif also. The ayat of the hope also are there. Announce to my servants, those who have transgressed against their, their souls, whatever it is, don't become despondent 
of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala's doors of mercy are open, but come back. Come back before it's too late. Before the doors close up, come back. Our Shaykh Hazrat Mawashakim, he mentions one incident of his own, meaning what he personally experienced. He says in Pakistan, in Karachi, there was one person, for years this was his condition, that day and night, the only thing he would be sitting on the roadside, and anybody passes there, young or old, any woman, any girl, and his only job was to keep trying to interfere with anyone and everyone. And besides that, a whole lot of other vices. And this was his life. And people would advise him, people would talk to him, but he wouldn't take any heed. See, one day one person came who knew this person also because he lived in the same area. And he came to me and said to me, as it says, that this person seems to be on his deathbed now. So it says that I told him, whatever it is, go advise him that he's now in his, seems like he's not going to survive from this illness. So go and advise him and try and get him to make toba, encourage him to repent. So he says, this person who I sent went along. So after a while he came back. He saying, I'm speaking to him, I'm talking to him, I'm telling him, why don't you make toba? You know, your life has passed in this way, whatever it is. But make toba, repent, <laughs> ask Allah for forgiveness. So he says, the response this person gave me was, that I am able to speak whatever I want to speak. I'm talking to you, I need something, I want to have my medicine, I want to be taken to the doctor, I want to eat something. Whatever I want, I can talk all these things. But you are telling me, I tried it, I can't be not done. But you are telling me to say, he can't even bring that. You are telling me to make toba, in other words. But that is not coming on my tongue. Everything else I want to say, I can say it. What you are telling me to say, I'm not able to say it. And the person, Allah forbid, left the world in that condition. So this is the thing that a person does not delay toba. person doesn't say, well, later on. Time is still at my hand and available to me. And we'll see later on. It may never be that later on. So in any case, the thing is that the doors of Toba open. But provided the person takes the step and moves, does not delay Toba. And he does not sin on the basis of having the advantage of Toba later on. That might not come. The heart might get sealed against Toba. So this khauf and raja, fear and hope, both go hand in hand. Both must be there. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala has therefore, on the one hand, given a 